All right. Well, hey, everybody, we're back again this month. It is March and we are talking about, you know, um, well, let's introduce ourselves first before I get into this, because I could go on and on about this one. So my name is Leslie Bolser and I am the creative director for Core Essential Values. And Beth, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, I am Dr. Beth Tremont. I'm a licensed psychologist and an associate professor of psychology at Indiana University East, where I also am the director of the master's in mental health counseling program. Okay. So here's the thing. I almost didn't even let you talk because I was so impatient to get to this month's word. <laughs> and here's the thing. Every month we talk about how we say, oh, this word is so great. This word is so wonderful. Kindness, compassion, peace, you gratitude. Know, gratitude. We always say this one's the best. I love this one. Let me just start by saying this one's the worst. I hate this one. It's so funny. Right before this, we were like, dreaded patience. Oh, my gosh. If you haven't guessed, our word this month is patience. Patience. We talk about patience by, we define it or apply it by saying, waiting until later for what you want now. And let's, let's just be honest about this, Beth. If adults dread talking about patience and having patience... What must it be like for someone who is three or four or five years old? Impossible. I mean, it's just, I mean, as you were reading that, you know, your definition, like waiting um, for something, waiting until later for something I want now, like my immediate thought was, but I want it right now. Right. And I'm, I'm 40. Right. So, um, yeah. So joking aside, patience is really hard. Yeah. But, you know, even as we were reflecting on, uh, you know, kind of what we would talk about today, it's we have kids in the preschool range, our, our three to fivers, waiting a lot, yeah. a lot, right? They want all kinds of things all throughout the day, right? I have a five-year-old. I also have a seven, 11 and a 13-year-old, but my five-year-old especially with the pandemic, it's like he's literally following me around like a duckling. And I love him, but he wants what he wants right now. And he wants me to respond right now. And so as I even think about in my own life, the amount of times throughout the day where I'm just like, please just wait a minute, just wait one minute, wait one minute. And I'm not necessarily using the word patience, but I think that it's the same idea, right? Where they have to just kind of hold off and they're really not great at it. Yeah. So what do you do about that? I mean, if it's not working, if your five-year-old isn't very patient and they, they mommy, 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 mommy all day long, what can you, what can you do? How can you even start the conversation about patients, even though you know that probably today or tomorrow, you're not going to see a result from that? Yeah. I mean, they just are not actually physiologically equipped to be great at this. Yeah. It doesn't mean that some of your kids may be able to wait just a little bit, or they may be able to be quiet in the car while you're talking on the phone on the way, you know, out of town or whatever. But I think just because they're not great at it doesn't mean we don't keep planting the seed. Because if we don't plant the seed now, we're really going to be in for it later. <laughs> yeah. So, so talk a little bit about that. You know, patients when they're in preschool, right, may be something that's really difficult for them to show. So we sort of create a life for them that doesn't require a whole lot of patience. 
Um, but then as they get older, as they become young adults, middle schoolers, high schoolers, adults, whatever it may be, patience becomes more and more and more critical to be successful. Um, so say a little bit more about that and what that means in life to be able to delay gratification. Yeah. I mean, as, as the older we get, the more important this skill really is, right? Because we connect it to self-control. Yeah. So if I don't practice patience, I look impulsive and like I lack self-control. So what I recommend at the preschool level is a couple of things, right? So we can model patients by labeling patients for our kids. So when they share a toy that they have given to someone else for a turn, then that's called patience, right? So great job sharing. You're being very patient while your friend is playing, right? We can also um, model and practice patience with them as they are um, waiting to get a drink or whatever that request is and say, okay, we're going to practice patience. In your mind, I want you to count one, two, three, four, five in your mind before you say it again out loud. Let's practice. Okay. I'm holding your drink. You want your drink count in your mind. Let me see. Then you can ask again, that's practicing patience. So little bits at a time you can practice with your little guys and then reinforce that by praising them when they actually do even just a little bit. Yeah. That's a really great thing. So I love that counting while you wait, what other things can we be doing so that, that they have something to occupy themselves or something to do while they wait for something that they want right now. Yeah. So I think there's a few types of waiting that we have our kids do a lot. It's they need something that they can't get to and they need us because they're not independent yet. Right. Yeah. That part I would practice like I just mentioned, but if it's something where we're like, okay, so we just dropped sister off at practice and we're going to be in the car waiting for her for 10 or 15 minutes while she goes in and grabs her uniform or something. We can't surely expect our three to five-year-olds that are going to be able to just sit nicely in the car without making us crazy. So we might have to plan ahead um, and pack a bag with activities, coloring sheets, or um, manipulatives they can play with in the car. Um, I talk about this a lot, especially if you're at the grocery store and you have to wait in line. Maybe you have a couple things in your purse that you just plan ahead or waiting at a restaurant. Restaurants, if well, I mean, who's going to the restaurants lately? Right. But, um, <laughs> someday soon. Someday soon, I think. Um, so if you're waiting for your food at the restaurant, come prepared with activities, um, not just expecting they're going to be able to just sit and wait and not throw their forks all over the floor. Yeah. I, my kids are older, but I can remember, I mean, a, a approximately a million games of I Spy while waiting for food at restaurants. Um, I remember taking the little sugar packets out of the containers and making designs and patterns with those um, because I was not smart enough to pack ahead. Um, so I recall, I recall those very well. Those are really, really good suggestions. Um, anything else that we want to point out about patients for the little bodies? Well, I think it's, it always comes back to this. <laughs> I feel like always at the end, I'm like, you know, they will do what they see us do. So if you're a person who's at a red light and you're like, oh my gosh, get out of my way. I've got to get to my appointment. Yeah. 
you can kind of expect your kid when you're standing in the hallway and you're in the way, they're going to say, get out of my way. So (laughs) I think trying to find all those ways that we aren't great at patience in our own lives, and then just taking one step toward being just a little bit better at that, right? This is something we all need extra practice with, but little by little, um, just remember that they are watching all those moments. Yeah. I found that for me, impatience is something that um, comes very naturally to me. And um, it feels difficult to take that step that you said of just trying to be a little more patient. So what I've found is that I try to acknowledge out loud when I am impatient. So and my kids are older, so I can process it a little bit different, but just saying, oh, I'm feeling really impatient today. Um, I think sometimes helps them see that I recognize that it isn't what I want to be, um, but I am being it. <laughs> and maybe that's not the biggest step, but it is a little bit of a step. And I love that. It's actually really good at this age range too, that we acknowledge and even say out loud the opposite of patience, right? Where I say, hey, um, can you pick up the cars because we're going to get ready to go to the store? And then I give him like, you know, negative four seconds to do it. And then I say it again. And then I start getting kind of sassier and, you know, kind of more frustrated with him because he's not moving. And then kind of stepping back, like you're saying, and being like, I'm sorry, mommy wasn't being very patient as I was waiting for you to do what I told you to do. Yeah. Now that's a slippery slope, right? Because I know I'm one that is like, Hey, when we speak, they should respond in some way. But I also know that sometimes when we're in a hurry, they're never on the same time schedule that we are. Right. So we can practice some just a little bit more patience and then, like you said, kind of at least acknowledging it so that it, again, yeah. gives them that seed that we're planting. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, this has been a really enlightening conversation. And I wish I had a time machine to go back to when my girls were younger to practice this stuff. Maybe I would have made them more patient little beings as well. So um, thank you, Beth, for your expertise. If people want to know more about this, how might they find you? So my website is makewordsmatterforgood.com and I am on Facebook mostly, um, MWM, Make Words Matter, MWM with kids. Awesome. And you can find out more about Core Essentials at any of our social media channels on Facebook. Um, We are uh, CE Values or Core Essential Values. You can go to coreessentials.org and learn more about the curriculum as well. And um, we'll be back next month and uh, we'll be talking about a different word, not patience. Um, But it's another one that's difficult to practice in the home. We're going to be talking about peace. Um, So it's another one that's going to have some really good implications for for preschoolers. So we hope you'll, you'll listen next month.